This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Well, hello, beautiful people. This is Celine here, and you are listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay, and you are listening to a beautiful program called Your Time to Shine, All Things Self-Love. I am your host, Celine Harlow, and somebody, you know, asked me how to say my name. I was interviewed on somebody's podcast the other day, and she said, so Celine, before we start the podcast, I wanted to make sure that I'm pronouncing your name correctly. And so I kind of thought about it, and I thought, well... Obviously, my name is French, and it doesn't make any sense for you to say it in the French way. So you can just say it in any way that you like. <laughs> so people will often call me Celine or Selena or Sophie or anything and everything. And they'll say Harlow or Harlux or Harlux. <laughs> it doesn't matter in itself. But anyway, let's move on from this. So um, my name is Celine, like I just said. And I have been teaching self-love to women for the past four years. And yeah, I'm really passionate about my work. I believe that, you know, self-love is really the most important thing that you could ever do for yourself. And it's kind of difficult when somebody comes in and gets in touch with me and, and I'm trying to explain what self-love is. You know, um, I think that we have notions of what self-love is. We know that self-love is about self-care. It's about taking care of ourselves. It's about owning who we are. It's about standing in our power. It's about, you know, saying what it is that we need. But those are kind of like, um, I guess, superficial notions of self-love, at least in my perspective. So here in this podcast, in this radio show, we are here to talk about what what's self-love really is. And to me, self-love is, you know, we need to have a practical approach to self-love. It's not so much about you needing to take the time to have a bubble bath every um, week. Otherwise, you don't love yourself and you're not taking care of yourself and blah, 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 blah. I think that self-love really is a day-to-day effort. And I think it is an effort. I think it is, it is something that we have to do every single day, every single moment, every single second. And I believe that, you know, self-love is really about, I guess, um, being brave enough to acknowledge all that you are. And I know that I say this again and again and again, and it may not make sense to you just yet, but keep listening, keep diving into self-love, keep listening to the podcast. I keep diving into my free content. I have free self-love meditations on Inside Timer, which is an app that you can download on your phone. And you can just um, look up My Dawning Lights and, or yeah, I think, or Celine Harlow, so H-A-R-L-E-A-U-X, and you will find my free self-love meditations. They're really beautiful. Sometimes I listen to the meditations myself and I just fall asleep there it's really peaceful and relaxing (laughs) but anyway and so I believe that you know self-love is really about diving into into who you are like the beautiful parts of you like you know the things that you already like about yourself like how brave you are and how courageous you are and how compassionate you are how loving you are towards others and so on like all of the beautiful parts of you and it's also about loving the parts of you that you don't necessarily like that excess weight that you have or you know that uh, shameful thing that has happened in your past or you know perhaps your inability to move forward in your life or your inability to I don't know um, you know, find your soulmate, for example. Those are, you know, obviously, you're, it's not that you're unable to find your soulmate, it's just that you're not allowing yourself to find your soulmate just yet. And we'll dive deeper into this um, as we move forward. But I think that self love really is about finding the space, finding the courage to see all that you are the ugly and the shameful and the, I don't know, all of the ugly parts of you, like the heavy parts of you, right? The parts of you that you would rather just ignore. <laughs> 
because it's too much, right? And sometimes I think that, you know, when we start to dive into self-development and doing the inner work and so on and healing ourselves and whatever, we kind of think that, okay, so I need to release the weight or I need to find my soulmate and then I will be happy. Then I will be able to love myself. Then I will be able to accept myself. And I think that the journey to self-love is very much about loving all of the, all of you, all that you are right now, starting right now, without really making any changes just yet, just finding that space of accepting all that you are, all that you are, all that you are right now. And I think that the easiest for way to, this, sorry, I'm just getting excited, <laughs> starting to mumble my words. Um, the easiest way for you to love yourself right now is to start to observe your thoughts, observe your feelings, you know, observe the thoughts that are going through your mind at every single second of your day. You know, we have so many emotions and thoughts and feelings that are going and moving through us at every single second of our day. And it's a, it is a really good practice for us to acknowledge what's going on and to just give that frustration, that shame, that anger, that sadness, that loneliness space to be and when you give those heavier emotions the space to be then you really give yourself the space to be all that you are without trying to change who you are in order for you to be able to accept yourself right self-acceptance starts now self-love starts now and I feel like I don't know I've been diving into self-love myself for the past four years actually perhaps a bit more actually I've probably um started to dive into self-love since um 2014 it's now 2020 so it's been a long time <laughs> and i feel like i'm still finding ways to love myself so it is very much a journey it is never a destination and i really want you to understand that you are worthy and you should be you should be able to love yourself right now. This is something that is very much your birthright. It should be something that comes naturally to us. And it is my job, my job to help you to love yourself right now. No matter who you are, no matter what's been, what's happened to you, to you, sorry, no matter how many mistakes you've made in your life, you still deserve to love yourself. You still deserve to love yourself. And you know, sometimes when I say this, you know, the question comes, well, you know, what if you have, I don't know, what if you're narcissist or what if you have abused other people? What if you are a serial killer or what if you're, I don't know, a terrible um, politician and whatever, you know, like, you know, you shouldn't be able to love yourself or you shouldn't be able to, you shouldn't have the right to forgive yourself, right? But I believe that we're all on this journey that we call life and, you know, we're all here to learn. And sometimes the lesson comes and is really hard. Like if we look at what's going on for Donald Trump at the moment, like everybody is, like the whole world is against him, right? Like what he's doing, you know, refusing to hand over uh, power to his uh, successor. Like, you know, this is something that is judged by the whole, whole world. Like imagine what's going on for him on a personal level. Like I don't know him and I've never spoken to him, but if I was in, the, in his position, I would find it really hard to to, um, I guess to move on, I would really find it hard to admit that I have failed and that I have failed myself. I would find it really hard to admit to myself that I have unworthiness issues, right? Especially because I'm in the public eye, right? And, you know, this is, this is a case where, you know, that person really needs self-love. And I actually want, I have this dream of working with people who are really in the public eye. And I believe that, you know, if you are in a position of influence and if you are in a position of power, if you are in a position where everybody kind of looks up to you and kind of looks at what you're doing, it is so much more important that you love yourself because when you love yourself you'll be able to make decisions that come from your heart that come from your soul that come from your intuition right and you won't be making decisions that come from your ego that come from you trying to prove yourself or that come from you trying to prove that you're strong to the world right so i believe in self-love i believe that self-love has the power to change the world i believe that self-love is the very first step that you should take when you are trying to change your life and i believe that no matter who you are you are worthy and deserving of self-love 
and uh, you are worthy and deserving of forgiving yourself. I think that, you know, when we are able to forgiving ourselves for uh, the mistakes that we made, then we'll be able to forgive others for the mistakes that they have made and we will have a much stronger, cohesive world. So that's what I'm working towards. This is the bigger vision, you guys. So I'm, I'm so thankful that you have come to, um, yeah, to yeah. <laughs> embark on this self-love journey with me. And um, that was just my introduction to self-love or to this episode. Actually, I have a whole other topic lined up for us for today. So welcome to, yeah, this conversation about self-love. And obviously I have the mic today, but this is very much a conversation that we are having, you and I, you and I. So it's not just me about telling you what to do in order for you to live your life and so on. It's about us, us having this conversation with you. And if you listen to our previous episode, I really dived into into honesty, into vulnerability, into authenticity, and I really admitted that I really don't have any answers, really. I don't really know what it is that I'm doing. I'm just here to share my experience with you. I'm here to share what I believe to be true about love and life and self-love and self-development and life in general and so on, but I don't hold all of the answers, and I'm really... I really want us to have a safe space for us to explore all that you, all that we are. And I think that this is the most important gift that I could ever give to yourself. It's not really about me finding all of the answers for you. It's about you finding the answers for yourself. And perhaps you need a bit of a, I don't know, um, a listening ear. Is that something that you can say in English? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But you know what I mean, yeah? Sometimes you just need to have the space for you to explore all that you are. And finding the courage to become who you want to become truly, right? I think that so many of us are living life in, a, in an automatic way. Like I speak to so many mothers in, this, in, in particular who are just, you know, have kind of stumbled into that role of the mother, right? And who have kind of had to um, give up on who they wanted to be. And I'm not a mother. I don't know what it's like, but I know that you deserve to step into your purpose. I know that you deserve to live the life that you truly want to live. And I know that you deserve to really go after what it is that you really dream about and it's only unworthiness it's only fear that's holding you back and really when you think about it it's not that much so I want to really give you the space to believe in yourself to um, become all that you are to go after your dreams to step into your purpose if that's what you're ready to do if you want to you know start your business and so on then um, I'm here to support you so and I'm here you I'm here sorry to teach you how to love yourself um in passing, I suppose you could say. So anyway, <laughs> I keep wanting to start talking about our topic for today and I keep getting interrupted by all of these beautiful thoughts about self-love. <laughs> so let's dive in. All right, so our topic for today is about um, overcoming arguments, about healing our hearts after an argument. And I wanted to start this topic with a quick story, as we always do. I love stories. I, I think that they have the power to change us. And I think that, you know, it's all very easy for me to talk about the theoretics, um, the theory of self-love, right? But um, it needs to be anchored into day-to-day -day existence, right? You know, there's not, I mean, I don't think that um, anything that I say would be of much worth or value to you if it wasn't accompanied by a real-life story. And I'm very much the first one to, to admit that I'm on my own journey and I'm still learning and I'm yeah I'm very much learning <laughs> every single moment you guys and we are on this journey together but let's start with a story um so I had an argument with my friend the other day and she is a beautiful friend that um, has been very close to my heart for a number of years now and I uh, so we are in a number of spaces um, together, like we are in a number of like social circles, I suppose you could say, and we spend a lot of time together. And I ended up leaving one of those circles, uh, one of those spaces, um, 
I just I had decided that this is something that wasn't resonating with me anymore, and I took me about six months to make the decision to actually leave. And the reason why it took me so long is that I was afraid of my friend's reaction, um, you know, when I left. And so I kind of postponed the decision and then I ended up just deciding that I was really going against myself. I was going against myself because I was afraid, right? Because I was afraid of somebody else's reaction and it was costing me too much. It was costing me my soul to go against what my soul wanted. It was just the, the cost was becoming too much and I had to follow what my soul wanted for me. And you know, you know when you have to make the decision, right? Like, you know, when you like, perhaps like think about an area of your life when you're kind of going against your intuition, you're going against what you truly want for yourself you're kind of doing this and you're justifying it to yourself like for example you're staying in a job that really isn't fulfilling to your heart fulfilling to your soul but you're kind of justifying the situation to yourself well it pays the bills it pays the mortgage um you know i'm having extra money and yeah it kills my soul to go to work every day and i hate it with every fiber of my being but <laughs> and that's the but that you're paying attention right and i think that you can listen to that story listen to that listen to those excuses for as long as you want right but there will become a time where you just you've just had enough and you've had enough of yourself <laughs> making those excuses you've had enough of those situations that you're trying to justify but in the end they're just unjustifiable and so that's what I ended up doing for myself I just realized that I was doing something that was really killing me um in um a figurative sense I suppose you could say and I had to make that decision I had to make the decision to leave and I did it in a way that seemed a bit brutal I suppose you could say like I just made a decision and I took the action and I was done right and um a few days later my friend came and said well Celine I was really hurt by what you have what you have done and I feel that I can I cannot trust you anymore and and that's that's all there is to it right and she ended up telling me all of these hurtful um, difficult things like things that had really no points and I wanted to share with you the most hurtful thing that she said to me which is that she had asked God uh, to show her her true friends and I wasn't on the list I wasn't on the list and obviously this is not something that is coming from God right this is not something that is coming from the highest vibration in the, in the universe this is not something that is coming from the energy of unconditional love this is not something that is coming from source energy from God you know whatever name you want to give to the divine and I felt so hurt by that comment I cannot remember a single thing that we exchanged in the conversation but I can remember that one sentence and it was a sentence that really broke my heart it was a sentence that helped me to realize that that friendship was no longer aligned with me and that I was no longer aligned with having that kind of conversation I was just not available for this anymore and I started to think about all the things that I had allowed in my life allowed sorry in my life allowed allowed in my life that um that just weren't right for me. And I started to kind of, it was kind of like doing a Marie Kondo, um, you know, lifestyle. Um, what's the word? I can't think of the word right now. But a lifestyle kind of changed Marie Kondo style, right? Where I kind of looked at all of my um, emotions and all of my friendships and all of the decisions that I had made from a place of fear. And from a place of just kind of, I don't know, fear, really. I, there's no other way that I can explain it, right? But I know that you know what I mean. 
And I realized in that mo- in that moment that yeah, I wasn't I hadn't made it on the list because I didn't want to make it on the list. It, it was a friendship that was again costing me my soul. That was difficult. That I felt you know I felt that I had to change myself in order to fit my friend's expectations. And you know, her using that excuse of God or you know telling telling me that she was disappointed with me and using the God you know the God word like you know God told me that you are no longer my friend. Like this is just like this is stupid. You know there was no point whatsoever in her telling me this like this is not productive this is not helpful this is just something that was designed to hurt me and I thought about I thought about that and it really broke my heart in that moment it really did you guys I felt that my broke my, my broke my heart broke and shattered into pieces and so I wanted to share with you how I was able to overcome this how I was able to really um heal from this episode heal from this heartbreak and it really felt like a heartbreak you guys and you know it's it's not that I was involved in a romantic relationship with her but it did feel like my heart was shattered and and broken into pieces so I wanted to share with you a key a few key elements that helped me to already overcome this I feel like I'm finally in a space where I can share this with you guys I'm really excited to do this with you and I hope that you know whenever this this happens to you then you can take those tips and really apply them into your life because they're really precious tips that I have had to yeah that I have had to I guess practice over the years and that have really helped me to oh, overcome heartbreak and overcome frustration and overcome anger and sadness and so on and loneliness as well so the first step that I want to share with you is that you know when the heartbreak opens when it when the heartbreak happens, <laughs> excuse me, and when the, when the heartbreak happens, you need to feel all of the emotions. I think that this is something that is really essential to our healing journey. We need to feel all of the emotions. We need to feel the heartbreak. We need to feel the the sadness, the shame. You know, we need to feel the we need to feel everything that's coming up for us on an emotional and a thought basis as well. And I think that we really need to give ourselves a space to think think about it all, to feel it all, right? And I think that you know sometimes we just feel the, our heart breaking. We feel, you know, all of that shame and that sadness and that hurt moving through us. And, and suddenly we are like, okay, so I know that it's, you know, it's not, I don't want to feel shame. I, know, I don't want to feel sadness. I don't want to feel that hurt and so on. And so I'm not going to give myself the space to feel those emotions because they're too hard uh, for me to feel. And so I'm just going to be conditional about the way that I behave and the way that I feel and the way that I think, right? And I'm just going to really be conditional in the way that... um, Sorry, this is not um, the best way for me to start a sentence, but I'm just going to allow myself to feel peace and clarity and, you know, um, I don't know, faith and love and self-love and so on. But whenever I feel shame and sadness and blah, 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 I'm not going to give myself to, to, to feel, um, I'm not going to give myself the space to feel those thoughts. And what happens there is that you're kind of denying yourself the right to experience the experience, right? You're denying yourself the right to move forward. You're denying yourself the right to just be all that you are, right? And this is what self-love very much is to really be all that you are, whoever you are in the moment, right? And I think that the first step is really to feel it all, to think it all, to just allow yourself to just be in that space of heartbreak and to just feel it all and to just move through that motions, through those motions, sorry. And I don't really know if I have a better way to say this, you know, I mean, I know that you know what I mean and you're like, no, but I don't want to do this. This is too hard. This is too complicated. This is too heavy and I don't want to do this. <laughs> but there's no other choice, right? What other choice do you have? You could very much bury these emotions in your heart, in your soul, but I will tell you that they will come out at some point. You know, I spend so much time with my clients working on ex- exactly that, right? Working on those emotions 
emotions and thoughts that they have buried for, you know, a years, months, lifetimes, and that are just coming out. And the release is really heavy, right? But what if they had allowed themselves to feel it all, to think it all, to be with that frustration, be with that shame, be with that anger, be with the, I don't know, um, fuck you too kind of, kind of vibe, you know? <laughs> what if they had allowed themselves to to be in that space, then I think the healing would have happened much faster and I wouldn't really necessarily need to work with them on that point. <laughs> well, that's my opinion anyway. So that's my first tip with, for you. Just think it all. Allow yourself to feel it all. And the second tip, I think the second tip is, and I'm kind of thinking out loud here, is to give yourself the space to participate um, to the argument when it is right for you. I had a conversation with a client the other day and she was um, she was having this argument with her partner and her partner was kind of withdrawing the, from the conversation because she was having all of these heavy emotions and she felt that she wasn't able to contribute to the argument um, straight away. She had to withdraw from the situation, withdraw from the argument, withdraw from the relationship for a little bit so that she had the space to contribute, so that she had the space to, for, um, so I'm sorry, so that she had the space to work through the, her emotions and then come back to the conversation. And my friend, my client was saying, sorry, that she was withdrawing from the conversation. She was withdrawing from the relationship and she didn't know if it was over. She didn't know, like she was having all these thoughts, right? But I think that you need to give yourself the space to move through your emotions, move through your, um, you know, whatever is going on for you on a, a thought basis, I suppose you could say, and then come back to your breath, come back to clarity, come back to alignment with yourself, come back to finding a solution to the situation, right? Because so often, you know, we have these arguments and we're kind of, you know, talking about, a, you know, talking from a place of hurt, talking from a place of anger. And the argument is not so much anymore about finding a solution together, but about, um, breaking each other's hearts about, you know, hurting each other the most, you know, hurting, hurting uh, you so that you can't hurt me anymore because you're too heartbroken, right? And I think that we need to realize that having these arguments is about helping us to, you know, say those things that need to be said in the relationship, but not so much from a place of hurt anymore, from a place of anger or whatever, abuse, whatever. It's about us finding a space together in which we can thrive together in the relationship. And I think that, you know, I don't really have that very often in my relationships with others. It is a gift when I have that. And I often only have that with a few key people, right? And I think the first person that I have that with is my husband. And I had to learn when I, uh, when I got together with him, I had to learn how to have arguments. I had spent a lifetime avoiding arguments, avoiding confrontations <laughs> and kind of thinking that, you know, as soon as it got hard, I just wanted to give up on the relationship. And that's what I very much did. But then I was falling in love with this person and I was realizing that, oh my God, like this man is in love with me and I, and I am very much in love with him as well. And I want this relationship to work. And in order for that relationship to work, I'm sometimes going to need to have confrontations. I'm sometimes going to need to have arguments, right? And my husband told me, taught me how to have arguments, how to have those heavy, difficult conversations, how to, you know, speak about the things that were not working for me in the relationship and how to listen to him as well without getting into that space of, you know, well, perhaps you're feeling this way, but, you know, it's, it's your fault, you know, that I'm feeling this way and so on. Yeah, you know, we, ha we step into those, those patterns, right? But what we're doing here is just making it worse, making it worse. I wanted to share with you that, you know, my number three tip for you to 
um, just move through those conversations, move through those arguments, is to just um, focus on finding the solution. That's tip number three. Focus on finding the solution, rather than talking about like honestly, be honest about obviously be honest about your feelings and your emotions and your thoughts and so on. And just be really honest about what's going on for you and how you're feeling when your friend, partner, and so on does something. But focus on finding the solution. Focus on finding the solution, you guys. Focus on finding the solution. That is my golden tip for you guys this is i think the most important thing that we could ever uh, talk about but um yeah that's what i'm to share with you so oh you know eventually i had to realize that i was just i guess uh what's it called um mumbling and rumbling through the same emotions and i was kind of blaming my friends and i was having this kind of really angry moments at her in my heart and i was feeling very intensely that i was you know, holding my broken heart as, I don't know, a sign. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was becoming like a, something of like, that was becoming really important to me. That was becoming part of my identity. Like, I don't really know how to say it, but it was something that I was kind of, that was kind of becoming important to me. That was kind of becoming part of my identity. Right. And I realized at some point, I don't know if it makes a lot of sense with you, but I, I realized at that moment that I was kind of holding my broken heart, my broken heart pieces as a way to show what it is that I had been going through. Right. That I was holding my broken heart and, and kind of holding my hurt, holding my shame, holding my frustration, holding my sadness and my grief of having lost my friend, right? And kind of holding those broken pieces and holding those emotions as a way to remind me that I cannot I cannot trust people. I cannot have friends anymore. You know, people will break your heart, right? So this is something that I was holding within myself and I realized that I had to let it go, you guys. I had to let go of that experience. I had to let go of of that experience, I had to understand what it is that I had learned from the relationship, which is that very much I had to trust my intuition. I have to trust my intuition, and I have to allow myself to hire higher, higher a quality of friends. I suppose you could say, right? I have I have to have a higher quality of friends because I am very much moving forward all the time, and if I'm currently having friends that are constantly demeaning me, or that I constantly have to, uh, you know, fit feel that I have to change in order to be accepted by them, right? Now, this is not something that I want to continue having in my life. And so I very much have to let them go or allow the relationship to continue to evolve. Otherwise, I'm just kind of denying myself the right to grow and heal and move forward. Oh, oh my goodness. So, oh my goodness, we've already come to the end of the episode. So I hope that this was helpful for you. I really enjoyed recording this episode for you. And I'm sorry, this plane is flying over my head so rudely. Um, but I'm... I hope that you know that you're worthy of, of being loved and of being respected and of being cared for and of being uh, respected, I think, is the big word, right? I hope that you des- you know that you deserve, that you're worthy and deserving of this today, right now. So I would love for you to have a look at your current relationships and without kind of stepping straight into the, oh, you know, this relationship is not working for me and so I need to, uh, you know, break this relationship and I need to not be friends with that person anymore. Kind of have a look at how you can allow this relationship to, to move forward in a natural kind of way perhaps you know that you need to allow this relationship to evolve and you need to have that serious difficult conversation with your friend simply because you know your relationship with that person matters enough and you're going to 
really allow yourself to have a difficult conversation because your relationship with that person matters enough and that makes sense so don't really go into the oh yeah so I have been you know I have had a argument with that person and I have you know I have been disrespected and I have been abused by that person and just kind of break that relationship and just you know never talk to that person anymore but give yourself the space to see how that relationship can evolve and obviously um, you know if that relationship relationship needs to finish then so be it so be it your, your heart will tell you your soul will tell you what to do so follow your heart even if it's difficult okay oh so good I want to know what you got from this episode. I want to know what your feedback is. I want to know what your thoughts are. If there's something that you agree with, if there's something that you want, that you have questions about and so on. I want to have this conversation with you. And I kind of always feel sorry that I'm the one holding onto the mic and <laughs> and that's what it is, right? And you have to listen to me talking for about 25, 27 minutes. <laughs> so um, that's what I want to share with you. What else? What else? What else? If you want to dive deeper into self-love, I would love to see you in the Ultimate Self-Love Membership. This is my new program. This is something that is so close to my heart. And I'm really working on building a community of women who are working on really doing the inner work, who are working on understanding what's not working in their life and who are devoted to just allow themselves to move forward in their lives and become all that it is that they want to become and who are ready to release the frustration, the shame, the anger and the sadness and so on. So I would really love to see you in the Ultimate Self-Love Membership. This is a really sacred, beautiful space that we have. This is my, I don't know, something that is so close to my heart and I can't wait to see you in that membership as well. So you can go to my website, mydawninglight.com. So it's M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T.com. M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G. L-I-G-H-T.com and look for the membership tab and have a look if this is the right space for you. This is something that is so precious. Um, everybody who's in the membership is really enjoying the membership. And so each month we work on a different topic of self-love. We work uh, in November on boundaries and in December we're working on um, healing the parts of you that are always rejected, which is a really beautiful topic that is really close to my heart. So go to my website, go to the website page and see if this is the right um, offer to you and I'm pretty sure that it is <laughs> and I can't wait to see you I can't wait to have the you know conversation with you around self-love and tell the one that was been going on for you and so on oh and I kind of feel like this is time for me to say goodbye to you but I don't want to but for now I will do I will say goodbye to you and I'm sending you so so much love and I'll speak to you very very soon bye This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.